Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Love to hear it, Jim. Thank you. Welcome in, BMAS and Beamer on WBEM. Brian Mazeroski here with you for the next hour or so. I had Jim played that because it's uh, I saw I was ecstatic. I got off the air yesterday. I saw the news. I mean, the headline. It was I was uh, beside myself. I was ready to make a, a a trip. Punk pioneers MC5 plotting a big return in 2022. Saw the headline in Rolling Stone announcing a handful of tour dates this spring and the band's first album in over 50 years arriving in October. Oh, yeah. I'm down. And then I was like, wait a second. Hang on. MC5 planning a big return in 2022, announcing the band's first album in over 50 years. I was trying to put two and two together. So wait. Three of the five members are dead. No, I was looking into who's on the record. The drummer, Machine Gun Thompson, you just heard there, he's not even really going to be featured on it. So it's just one guy. <laughs> it's just Wayne Kramer. He's going around. He's saying, uh, well, MC5 are back. Really, it's just me and a bunch of other people. How far are we able to stretch You know that... Uh, Definition. Am I allowed to say, listen, for the first time in nearly eight years, I'm pleased to announce I am releasing a new Motorhead record. I mean, they're all dead. So, you know, I guess it's up to me to do it. Am I allowed to? Do- I feel like you, you shouldn't be allowed to say the MC5 return. It's one out of five guys. Singer's gone. Bass player's gone. Sonic Smith's gone. Like, I don't know. I was <laughs> I was a little dismayed when I started to put two and two together. Still might see them, though. They're going to Pittsburgh, Philly, Detroit. Um, I'd still like to see those songs. Anyway, getting excited over nothing yesterday brought me back down to earth. B-Maz and Beamer here on WBEN. The big question of the day. Jack Eichel. Cheers or jeers? For Jack Eichel. Are you going to cheer him? Are you going to boo him? 803 0930. 
you can join me throughout the show here today. Eichel returning to Buffalo for the first time since he was traded. A pretty big day for the Sabres. Now, I when I answer the question, and I've said it you know a few times throughout the week here, I'm booing him. Uh, but when I you know explain why and answer the question, what I, I really want to do is totally blow up the whole conversation that people are having around here. But I will start diving into it, you know, just a, a little bit by making more out of it than it is. Because, you know, to me, cheers or jeers matters less than what the loudest reaction is. And that's undoubtedly no noise, which has been at the arena for the entire year. Right, because I was there for Eichel's first game here in Buffalo, and it was awesome. The place was electric from the anthem to the starting lineups, Eichel touching the puck. I mean, just everything. There was a buzz in the air. It was so cool. I mean, it was a loss. Maybe I should have taken. Took him then as an omen, right? But it was crazy. It was crazy in the bill. Eichel scored. The place was wild. I, it was just, it was such a fun time. And that was the temperature of the fan base. That was the attitude of Saberland. There was a buzz throughout every Sabres fan in Western New York because we brought in a player that was supposed to bring that energy. He, uh, We were supposed to be excited every single night. And he was going to reward the energy with playoff runs and championships and memorable moments. And instead, what we have left after his time here is a half-empty building and a fan base that's probably never been more despondent about the entire situation. I, people are generally, you know, I put this out, Cheers or jeers for Jack Eichel. If you were to ask all across Western New York, I think people, for the most part, don't feel strongly one way or the other. Generally, I think they're pretty indifferent toward the return of the person that, you know, we tanked an entire season for. They're pretty indifferent now that all that buzz that was there has been kind of reduced to this. Now, is it all his fault? Of course not. I mean, it is partly his fault. He's the focal point of that team. He's a player on the team. The team did not play well. He's the most important player on the team, so he's going to take a big part of the blame. Of course, it's not all his fault. But is it my right as a fan and red-blooded American to pretend that it is? You're damn right. And that's what I'm going to do a little bit later on. It's not all his fault, but I mean, come on. This is the one thing that's really stuck in my side. Anytime people have brought this up, you know, Jack, are you going to cheer him? Are you going to boo him when he comes back? I, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm feeling this way about him. You know, well, what about the way he left? Don't you agree with him on neck surgery versus the, the other way? I Listen. To me, 
at the end of the day, when I'm sitting in that seat and why I say I'm going to boo the hell out of Jack Eichel tonight, it's because this isn't a thesis. I don't have to back up my boo with anything. It's sports. It's about emotion and cheering on your team. And guess who isn't on my team anymore? Jack Eichel. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going to boo him because he's a player wearing a uniform that isn't a Buffalo Sabres one. And really, it should be as simple as that. I don't, you don't need to come into this long, you know, way, uh, well, you know, I'm going to boo him because of this and that. You could just say it's as simple as, look, this is sports. I have a team. He's not on it. Boo. And I, you know, I'm hoping people are getting on, trying to start it back. Hiss. Hiss. Just a little bit. Hiss. That's a, it's biting. Hiss. Right? I kind of like that. Um, but I don't. Why would I not boo someone who's on the other team? Especially someone who played here before. It's part of the fun of the whole thing. Isn't that right at the end of the the day? Why would I not boo someone who plays for the other team? Why would I ever be encouraged to cheer somebody on the other team? I can't think of a player... You know, this isn't really a, a Jack Eichel thing. It's just a it's a my principle in sports thing. I would struggle to think of a player that I would cheer coming back, who left one of my teams, came back, and I would during the game give it up for in applause. I don't know. I That would be very hard to think of. I was there when Hashik came back. I was in the building. And, oh, yeah, I booed. I booed Hashik. Hashik, by the way, like the best player in Sabres history who had far more memorable moments than Jack Eichel ever did, who took the team far further than Jack Eichel ever did, single-handedly many years but yeah he came back here boo boo of course i booed mercilessly and if i remember right everybody did i feel like everyone did i remember a fenigenov out of the penalty box on a breakaway scored on him and hashik was pulled after the first period right I mean, and everyone was on the same page. He was, the new goalie was announced, and there was, like, jubilation in the crowd. It was like, yeah, we did it. Hashik wanted to leave here. He came back. We showed him. I mean, he went on to win the Cups. But tonight, when I'm here in the building, we showed him. Uh, I, we, I don't think we were, you know, that was back in 2001, which, you know, doesn't sound like a long time ago, but it seems like forever ago. I don't think we were as soft back then in 2001. Where now, you know, we talked to Paul Hamilton a little bit earlier. He was asked about, you know, well, will, will there be a video tribute 
uh, for everything. You know, we talked earlier this week about your real estate love letters. Can we ban the hockey player love letters that teams give to uh, everyone who comes back? And it's, we give everybody a thank you video. It doesn't matter. They did it for Jonas Johansson earlier this week. The guy is a goalie, in case you didn't know, which you might not have. He won one game as a Sabre. He comes back. Hey, let's give a warm uh, welcome back to, like, what? What are we doing here? I, you gotta, Since when are we you know, show love to your opponent? We're all here to have a good time. Maybe that comes with being bad. You forget how to hate other teams and players, right? You do that in the playoffs. Bad blood between teams. I mean, the Sabres and Flyers used to hate each other. Sabres and Bruins in that playoff series. Oh, oh. Brian Smolinski, the Senators, scoring a you know, goal against the Sabres. You wanted to wipe that smirk off of his face. Uh, so maybe it, it has a little bit to do with that. Or I don't know. Maybe it's like I'm not into this. Like it seems like the goal is, all right, we're going to make our home arena as welcoming as possible to the other team. Like, no. If he's coming back, he played for your team. You boo him and you boo him hard because he might feel more comfortable here because he played here before. It's like a reminder. Hey, this isn't your home anymore. You're on the other team now. I'm booing you. We want you to feel uncomfortable. Why? Because we want our team to win. <laughs> That's what you know. It's why we wear the jersey to the game and invest time in there. Because that's we want. It's fun to root for our team, not cheer the players on the other team. I don't. To me, it's as simple as that. I, why would I ever be encouraged to cheer somebody on the other team? Uh, in the Buffalo News, they had uh, an article, I think it was uh, over the weekend, or maybe a couple days ago. Mike Harrington, here's hoping Sabres fans don't boo former Captain Jack. Why? Like, Why would you be hoping for that? And these are coming from the same voices that always, let me tell you, you are never allowed to complain about a lack of atmosphere in the arena again if you're asking fans to not boo the opposing team. Right? Have I gone completely insane here, or is it everybody else? In that article, he writes, Eichel gave us a lot of great moments. He was eighth in the Hart Trophy balloting just two years ago. Oh, I remember where I was. Don't Doesn't everybody? When it was announced Jack Eichel finished eighth in MVP voting uh, for a year. What a banner-raising moment for Sabres and Sabres fans everywhere. Just incredible. No. I, so that's why I'm I'm sorry. I, maybe I sound heartless. And listen, this is, again, I, I think people want to make this a commentary on the person. And to me, it just isn't. It, it's almost not even about Jack Eichel. I, it's, it, it's not about his surgery, which, by the way, you know, I'm, I'm sick of hearing like, oh, 
you know, MMA fighters got the surgery. All right, the next time Radko Gudis cross-checks an MMA fighter in the back with his hockey stick while he's fighting in the cage, you can make the comparison of MMA fighters to hockey players. Until then, I'm going to go with it's not the same sport, not the same thing. But I don't – I'm just – it's not anything to do with Eichel. It's nothing him personally. You want my opinion on Eichel personally? I hope, of course, personally, he's healthy and happy for the rest of his life. And he enjoys much success. And that doesn't just go for Jack Eichel. That goes for, that's how I feel about just about everybody on planet Earth. I, I like to live graciously like that. Of course, on a personal level, you'd wish somebody success. And at that same time, as I wish Jack Eichel nothing but a great personal success and health for the rest of his life, I hope he never scores another goal in his NHL career. Because he doesn't play for the Buffalo Sabres anymore. He's on another team. I don't I don't want to see that. I like my team. I don't like when people do well going somewhere else. So where are you? 8030930. Are you booing? Are you cheering? Do you think about it a different way than I do? Because for me it's quite simple. You're either wearing the Buffalo jersey or you're not. And tonight he's not. And a few years ago he was, and you cheered him all the time. And tonight he's not, and I don't, I, I don't feel any pressure to cheer him. I certainly don't. I, I laugh at the idea of like, well, thanks for all the great memories, because let's be honest. Did he have some cool goals? Yes. They didn't win anything. I mean, like, thanks for the great memories. I booed Hashik when he came back. Why am I going to cheer for Eichel? It doesn't make any sense. 803-0930, people texting in. Hey, he's a sports figure. That's what the game is all about, booing and cheering. Thank you. I mean, that's what I agree with. If you're making it more than that, I do think that's a product of not having a good team. That if you are, you know, oh, Jack Eichel's coming back. Oh, yeah, I love them so much. Like, yeah, Jack Eichel. Like, woohoo. That's, you're only really doing that because you, I don't know, the outcome of the game is pretty meaningless, right? I mean, that's how, let's be honest, whoever win, if the Sabres win or lose tonight, I'd, what does that do for them? Like, probably nothing, because the team isn't that good. And they haven't been good for a very long time. I wish it was different. But it's an opportunity tonight, and I hope there's atmosphere there to, you know, put on my fan hat again and to, you know, inject some atmosphere to give people a reason to go down And cheer on your team. Hey, you left? You wanted to leave? Like, come on, let's show them. 
I mean, at the end of the season, are we going to be able to say, yeah, we showed them? No. But for tonight, while we're all there in the arena together, maybe we can. Uh, That's me. Uh, Special guests coming up in the next segment on this. 803-0930 if you want to weigh in on our Volkswagen Vorture Park text board. You're listening to BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. Welcome back in. Brian Mazarowski hanging out with you for the next half hour or so before I'm out of here. We're talking about uh, Jack Eichel. He's returning to Buffalo for the first time since he was traded by the Sabres. Are you going to boo him or are you going to cheer him? I was talking about why I was going to boo him. I want to bring in another perspective here. Joe DiBiase is with us. Uh, I stole him from down the hall over on WGR. I would say different perspective, too. Different perspective, different opinion. All right, so, maybe. what do you, I don't want to, um, you know, cloud your uh, brain with my toxic thoughts uh, <laughs> before you give me yours. So, what do you boo or cheer? You're, are you going to be in the building tonight? I am. I'm going to the game. I'm. I'm probably not going to do either. Be more of like a people watcher during the yeah. the tribute. Just kind of take it all in, see what's going on. I would not be a booer though. I would not be a booer, and I think it's just maybe something in me personally that. I definitely give players, I let players off the hook a little bit too easy when they've, they, yes, they've been part of the problem, but they've been sitting in this, the, the basement of the NHL and this horrible team and it just sucks the life out of you. Like, they've been going through the same thing that I've been going through. Now, not as long, but they've been going through it. And I sometimes will sympathize with players for that. So, I don't really blame Jack Eichel for wanting out of it. So, while I understand why he wanted out and why that's kind of why I wouldn't want to boom because I accept why he wanted out. So we I, want I also out. Th- <laughs> would never say don't boo because like that's you're, you're, you're right as a fan. Like you don't have to think of it much further than you're a fan of the team. That guy wanted to leave and I'm going to let him know that I'm not happy with yeah, it. Yeah. You're kind of, so when people pose the question, do you, are you thinking about like, neck surgery and time here and memorable moments and like tank seas are are you thinking about that stuff is it going through your head a little a little bit uh the, the moments there's not really a ton i mean there's individual moments like there are goals that he scored that were incredible that you remember but they're not there's not these all-time moments where like you know when hashik got traded i'm too young to remember that but i imagine like when he returned it's tough because you made the cup with him and you won playoff rounds with him and he made huge saves in big important playoff games that you would remember and Eichel it's yeah he scored this amazing goal once when we were 15 points out of the playoffs in February Eichel's best I mean the best moment of Eichel as a saber came in the lead up to puck drop before his first ever game the lead up to puck drop. Not even. I thought you were. I thought you were gonna. You were headed there. His first goal, which happened. In his I, you first know, game. you could add that but, in. But I mean, it really. It's yeah, the first right. game. It's the buzz in the arena. I. You bring up Hashik too, and I was bringing him up as well because I was there when Hashik came back, uh, first time. Yeah. Member of the Red Wings, and you know, it's not the same situation, but kind of similar where he wants out, right? Yes. And, and forces a trade. Uh, what a haul, by the way. Um, but I, I'm thinking back to that and I remember being in there and I don't remember this being a question, Joe, because I booed Mm -hmm. and everyone booed. If I'm remembering, now it was 20 years ago. Sure. But if I'm remembering it right, everyone booed and he got the hook after the first period. And when they announced whoever, you know, Manny Legacy or whoever went in, uh, behind him. Yeah, yeah. 
everyone cheered. We chased him. Like, you know, Hashik comes back here, and we chased him off the ice. It was awesome. And for me, it does not go further than I'm booing Jack Eichel because I'm there as a Sabres fan. And Jack Eichel is wearing a Vegas Golden Knights jersey, not a Sabres jersey. Sure. And I cheer for the Sabres. And I don't care if it's Mother Teresa, Jack Eichel, or whoever <laughs> on the other team. I love booing players. Like I, I love that's yeah. part of it for me. I like to yell. I like to cheer. I like to boo and hiss. Listen, the way the way that building has been all year, I will take any noise that I can possibly get. If it's hissing, if it's booing, like I, I'm there for it because give me any sort of atmosphere, and that is going to be an upgrade over what they've really had in that building for a very long time. You know, that is one of the things I was saying at the top of the show where. It's the louder statement is if you want to look at, you know, oh, what was the impact of Jack Eichel on the Sabres? Yeah. I mean, the loudest statement is you take that feeling and the atmosphere from right before puck drop his first night. And what his time here comes to an end. And what are we left with? <laughs> A half empty arena yep. full of people who are, I mean, you know, all my friends from around here, we are the biggest Sabres fans that you could ever think. No one cares. You, you, <laughs> you know, know what would, you know what would make the biggest statement would even be more like booing Eichel would like get your message across. But like, what would be the most insulting thing to him if the video tribute? And this would never happen. But if the video tribute comes on and he comes out and he raises his stick as salute to the fans, just like and nothing. N- there's no noise. <laughs> like you could hear a pin drop. Just everyone is dead silent. Crickets. Like that would that would go a long way to saying like. We don't even want to acknowledge that you exist. Because I feel like that's where we want to be. Like, he's going to be great for them. They're probably going to make the playoffs, and he they could go on a championship run with him at the helm, similar to what O'Reilly did a couple years ago. Like, that's probably going to happen, but we kind of want to just block all that out. It's, okay, that happened. I want to forget about it. I, I just kind of want to focus on what I got, what I got in that trade, how that's going really well, and I just kind of want to – I know you're going to be great. I know you are. I just – I, I gotta, I gotta ignore it for my own sanity as a Saber fan. I've got to ignore it. The other, one other thing I'll say on booing him, and another reason why I will not do it, is, again, it kind of goes back to not blaming him for wanting out. I cannot blame a guy for for having a run in with the Pagulas. You know, like the the organization, the the way that they've built it up. And really, I mean, where are they at? The scouting service gets, you know, d- dismantled last year. And are there really a lot of resources being poured into it? And then they're kind of getting into it with him on the surgery that he wants. Like, if I were Jack Eichel, and I looked at all of that that was going on in the organization, and they were getting into it with me on the type of surgery I wanted, I would want out too. And that's why it's tough for me to get there. But I'm, again... I'm probably thinking about this three, four layers more than most people in the building, and that's why I also acknowledge fans absolutely should show up and be willing and be able to just boo the heck out of him when that game starts. I think that's I refuse to think about it three layers deep. Just one layer. (laughs) It's it's surface level, and it's never a commentary on the person. And so I said at the end of uh, last segment, Jack Eichel, like – Almost everybody else who walks the face of the earth. I wish him nothing but health, happiness, a long, uh, you know, successful life. And in the same breath, I hope you have all that and never score another goal in the (laughs) NHL again. Yes. Uh, Because you don't play for the Buffalo Sabres anymore. And if I I like that you said you're not going to, you know, 
chide anyone who boos. No, of course not. But I was pointing to, there was an article in the news of, you know, hey, uh, here's hoping Sabres fans don't boo former Captain Jack. You know, to me, if I'm if you're ever going to encourage me to cheer somebody on the other team or not boo somebody on the other team, you lose your cachet. You lose your, I don't want to say right, you got a right to say anything, but you lose any gumption you have behind the next time you complain about a lack of atmosphere. Yeah. Right? Uh, because that's part of the atmosphere. It's booing and cheering. Right. It's, you know, the highs and the lows. It's ha- letting the other team have it. Yeah, it's heckling them, like chanting a goalie's name to like, get in their own head. It never happens you, anymore. never happens anymore. When, when's the last time that happened in that building? And that's em- not, Emery? That's not just here. I don't... I Yeah, I don't hear that a lot anywhere. I don't hear that anywhere. Winnipeg does it, but that might be it. And that's one team out of 32. Joe, am I the oldest person you've ever heard in your life when <laughs> I... Like, we've gotten so soft. <laughs> we every yeah. everyone gets it, you know, ten years ago or so it started. Everyone who ever Jonas Johansson won one game as a goalie. I had to look up to make sure he was a goalie. Comes back here. He gets a thank you on the board. Everybody who has ever stepped foot in the arena before, give a big round of applause. Welcome back. You know, it's mm-hmm. all about making the other players feel like as comfortable as possible. I remember hating because I you know, I, I love the Sabres, but I'm also a Penguins fan and have been my entire life. And I remember hating when they moved to their new arena. And everyone was saying, like, oh, this is great. And it's not just, you know, our facility that's great. It's not just great for the fans. But, you know, also the visiting locker room, you know, that everything is improved about this. I said, wait a second, that stinks. Because in the old arena, people used to complain about rats running through the visiting locker room. Mm-hmm. And they had to sit on cold metal benches. And that's, I think, exactly what I want as a fan. Right. I want to make, I want to put the visiting locker room outside. Yeah, you want to make them uncomfortable as possible. You want to make them as uncomfortable as possible to get in their heads. Or This happens in soccer a lot. We're both big soccer fans. And like when the U.S. men's national team goes down to El Salvador or Costa Rica. Those are fans. They're throwing bottles at them. Right. There's fireworks going off at 3 o'clock in the morning outside their hotel. I say that about about pro wrestling. You watch uh, Hulk Hogan join the NWO. What does that look like three seconds after you know what's about to happen? He's a bad guy now? Mm-hmm. That entire ring is full of trash. <laughs> no one ever throws trash anymore. Now you're discouraged to. They probably kick you out now of the building, unless yeah. you're a Maple Leafs fan uh, at the end of a game here in Buffalo where you just throw a whole beer on the ice. Happens every single time. Uh, but uh, there's nothing like that. No one has like the, the fervor. I kind of miss sure. that a little bit of just like being – soccer is like the one last – I think that's why I'm drawn to it so much, honestly. Yeah, because there's a lot of that. There's a ton of that. It's the last place to get it where, I mean, the fans are so involved yep. and will – I mean, you know, crossing the line sometimes, sure. But if you have that mindset of, listen, none of this is personal. I'm not going to personally sure. attack you. But I, in this moment, when I'm here to enjoy, you know, this weird sports thing that we do where we're all like kind of collectively together for once in our lives and cheering on the same thing, 
yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna boo you too because you're stopping that from happening. You're stopping that collective yeah. joy. It's it's that energy. The negative energy is still energy, and that makes mm-hmm. a good atmosphere. Like I think of two recent games where players and sports went back to their original team, and the atmosphere was just. I mean, poisonous is the word in my mind. I'm not sure that's the perfect word for it. But like Kevin Durant goes back to Oklahoma City in the NBA after he leaves for Golden State, and it is just. Like, the loudest boos you've ever heard in your life. They're chanting cupcake at him throughout the entire game. Every time he touches the basketball, I mean, he's getting into it with with opposing team, uh, with, with p- former teammates on the Thunder. Then, I think that's that same year, John Tavares goes back to Long Island in the NHL after leaving for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And what do you see? Again, every time he touches the puck, it is, it's insults, it's obscenities, and, like, you know what? Like, if it reaches there's a point where I think you can cross the line of course with stuff like that especially like Russell Westbrook's going through in the NBA right now where people are like going after his family like that's too far Mm -hmm. but when it comes to like the booze and like the Islanders fans chanting we don't need you at Tavares like that is kind of what I would like to see tonight because even though I'm not going to do it I'd love to see that because that would show me that there is still life in this fan base that there is still life there is energy in this team and the the evidence that you would have of getting that is if you get something similar to what happened on Long Island a couple of years ago where Sabre fans show up tonight, they boo Eichel every time he touches the puck, warm-ups, maybe even during the video tribute. That one, to me, you could go either way. And, like, if they chanted, we don't need you yeah. tonight, like, that would show me that, that, okay, we're still here. Yeah, that's the closest comparison probably. I mean, they brought I think the he came is, in yeah. like similar circumstances. High draft pick was going to save the franchise, take us somewhere. Uh, you know, they had mod- more success than the Sabres did in the last five years, but still yeah. nothing. And then he leaves. You get that awe. I like the word poisonous. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's poisonous is exciting. No, right? Like I'll I'll take I'll take poisonous. Yeah, I'll take do, poisonous. Tonight. Do you have to run? I don't. No, no, keep no. Go ahead. Okay. All right. I I like the. Um, hiss too i mentioned this before but i we have a lost art of the hiss in sports have you heard a hiss i don't think i've heard it used to be booing and hissing but you know now you know boos you hear the boos and the jeers but yeah there's something about a good like ah if you heard like boo and then you just like the little tail end of a did this happen in wrestling maybe (laughs) where like the crowd was like hissing because i i can't i can't picture in my mind like an entire crowd like hissing at a a guy i can't either Whistling happens in soccer. Yeah. Hissing is like, that must be like a bygone era. Because I read about it yeah. happening all the time. I can't ever remember I it, ever see it actually happening. I don't really see hissing much in general in, in life. <laughs> like day to day. When's the last time I heard someone hiss? <laughs> you don't hiss at I don't, people I don't hiss walking at the people. street? No, I don't. And people don't hiss at me. You're not I think living, that's Jim. probably good. Maybe I should start hissing at people instead. I, uh, but no, it's to me, again, it's, it's a very surface level thing of you know and i would boo you know if it's surface level why do you boo them you know harder than you'd boo anybody else who wears you know a different jersey you know maybe part of that is well because he probably does feel pretty comfortable here he's played in this arena like a million times and so i boo harder so i don't know you know maybe that impacts you knowing full well like in my sane state of mind that none of this has any impact probably on the play on the ice maybe it does sometimes I think the, the players should get energized by this tonight, right? Like Dylan Cousins steps out of the ice, and he has not really experienced a Sabres crowd that is lively. He just hasn't. 
I mean, it's been either half empty or last year there were no fans at all. And if he comes out tonight, and we were talking about earlier off air, like what's the building going to be like capacity wise tonight? I think the 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 high for the season is ten and a half thousand. So we're talking just barely over half of the building full. I mean, what's tonight? It maybe it's. I would expect it's more than that, but I also would not believe we're going to get like a full crowd. Yeah. Um. So maybe something in between. And does that does that near capacity crowd or at least season high crowd like can can they? kind of give the Sabres, like, life out there? Because if I'm Dylan Cousins and I start to hear all of that, like, that's going to fire me up. That's going to really fire me up for tonight's game, and you would hope that's going to then give you a better product for me and you who are going to be in attendance tonight yeah. because we want to see them win this game at the same time have all the reaction that comes towards Eichel. The spotlight's on. Right, yeah. You're on national... Uh, ESPN tonight. National internet. National internet, <laughs> right. Um, you're on the national internet. You have uh, you know this big game everyone's talking about. Maybe more fans in the building. I mean, this is your time to be like you know, hey, this is your spotlight game of the year. This is your spotlight game of the year. This is the one that the most people will watch. The most people will be in attendance for, and like the most eyeballs are going to be on this game tonight. And like, it would be so deflating if if I walked in here tomorrow and like they got bum rushed six to one by Vegas. I'm envisioning it will go better than that though. I'm hoping. Have you uh, have you checked the odds on the sports books at all? I have not. I was meaning to do that actually a little bit earlier. I would imagine the Sabres are not too big of an underdog because Vegas actually has been struggling. They've only won four of their last ten. It's, and you, you can make Eichel jokes if you want. As like, far as hockey time. goes, it's um, I mean it's very tempting to take the Sabres, especially to take the Sabres in sixty minutes, no overtime or anything. Yep. I, uh, you know, there's something like that today. I was combining, uh, doing a little Calvin Ridley uh, on my phone earlier, and you put together Sabres win with an Eichel goal. Okay. And you can uh, take your uh, $5 pocket change pretty far. The Sabres are plus 185 on the money line tonight. So that's what, an implied probability of like 40% to win the game tonight? Vegas minus 230, over under is six. Yeah, that's not as far. The Sabres have been a much bigger underdog than that. If you don't follow the odds, like they've been double that Can't in some of these games. Right. So <laughs> It's been rough. Well, Joe, I appreciate you hanging out yeah, here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been fun. Anytime. I am, I'm really hoping for a fun atmosphere. Above all else, a fun atmosphere. But that's, you know, why am I going to boo the hell out of Jack Eichel tonight? Just because I'm a Sabres fan. Jack Eichel doesn't play for the Sabres, and that's the way it goes. (laughs) That's the way it goes in my world. I hope you have fun if you are heading out to the game, and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe there will be something to talk about tomorrow. I don't know. Thanks for hanging out with me. BMS and Beamer on WBEM. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 